I was joking when I came up earlier about the fact that, uh, uh, you know, the snow, it's snowing. And it's snowing hard. So uh, we have a trick in New York to not get ourselves into trouble when it's snowing. It's called driving slower. Okay? That's how you avoid getting Texans, driving slower. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Everybody thinks, I can drive in the snow. No, you really can't. You just need to drive slower. So all of you, please drive slower. Um, and I love the I love that video. Uh, it was wonderful. Just, you know, encouraging us to maybe invite people next week to that Easter service. Uh, stepping out of your comfort zone, having the courage to reach out to that person at work or at school and, and invite them next week. Someone did that for me when I was 17 years old and it completely changed my life. Uh, so I want to encourage you to do that as well. Um, Jen read this earlier, a little bit of it. It's Luke 19:37 and 38. And it says, When he came near to the place where the road goes down to the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices, For all the miracles they had seen, blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Isn't it amazing how your life can go from the top of the mountain to the depths of despair in such a short period of time? It's part of the human condition. I mean, every single one of us who's, uh, you know, over maybe five years old realizes the fact that, you know, you can be, your life can just go from total joy to total despair in such a short period of time. It's the up and down, the ebb and flow of life. When Jesus came to earth, he, he put aside his heavenly glory. He put aside his heavenly position, if you will, and became a person who was a servant he, he became poor for us so that he could heal the sick, so that he could raise the dead, so that he could feed thousands, so that he ultimately could transform billions of lives. And that's what he's done. From the time that Jesus was born until the time that, until 2013, he has transformed billions of people's lives. I had two people this week come to me and say they, they gave their life to Jesus Christ over the past couple of weeks, one in the women's retreat and one in a service a couple of weeks ago, and their lives have been completely transformed. And that's what Jesus Christ does for us. He transforms our lives. On Palm Sunday, he entered Jerusalem to proclaim that he was the long-awaited Messiah, the King of the Jews. The Bible tells us as he rode into Jerusalem, as he rode in, that people began to to praise God, joyfully praising God with a a loud voice. They were crying out, just like we've we've been praising God this morning. They were praising God for all the amazing things they had seen Jesus do. He was walking among them, God with them. And they were so excited. They were praising him and they were thanking him. But by the end of the week, by the end of the week, before his crucifixion and before his death, the Romans had taken a crown of thorns, much like this one, You've got to be really careful here. Before the end, of the, the end of the week, and before he was crucified, they had taken a crown of thorns, and you can see it from the back, and they had crushed this on his head while they were mocking him. So there they were mocking Jesus, crushing this crown of thorns in his head. One moment they're, they're laying palm branches at his feet, praising him, 
And then very soon after, he has a crown of thorns, pretty much like this one, jammed in his skull. Jammed in his skull. It's amazing how our lives can go from the top of the mountain to the, to the depths of despair in such a short period of time. Jesus, Jesus is a man who was familiar with suffering. The Bible says in Isaiah 53 that Jesus was familiar with pain and suffering. He went through that throughout his life. Jesus came to this earth for a specific purpose. He didn't just, he didn't just show up. He came for a purpose to teach us and to show us how to live. I know some of you struggle with that. You, you know, you don't really know exactly how to live. Maybe your parents didn't, didn't give you all that you needed. Maybe the people around you didn't really, didn't really give you the right advice. But Jesus Christ came to earth to show us and to teach us how we can live and to make eternal life possible for those who would be willing to trust in him for salvation. He came to earth for a reason. Easter is not a time where you just give out little Easter eggs and a bunny and chocolate. And it's about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's about, a, it's about Jesus coming to earth and holding one hand up to God and one hand down to you and bridging the gap between you and God. And for those of us who put our, put our trust in him, we can have salvation. Our lives can be transformed. How you've been living can be totally, totally turned around. During his ministry, Jesus said of himself, the son of man has nowhere to lay his head. He has nowhere to lay his head. If anyone can understand, if any man, any person can understand what you're going through this morning, what the struggle that you face in your life, it's Jesus Christ. It's Jesus Christ. He, more than any other man who ever lived, understands this roller coaster ride that we call life. And a lot of you, most of you know exactly what I'm talking about. He, more than any other person who ever existed, can truly understand, not just sympathize, but empathize with you. Other people, they, they think they can truly, but they, they can't at the depth of Jesus Christ. He, more than any other person who ever lived, understands this roller coaster ride that you and I call life. He can make a difference in our lives. And here's the cool thing. The difference between us going through the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs, the struggles, the roller coaster of life is that Jesus Christ came here on purpose to experience it for us. He did it for us. He came to earth for us. He came to earth to transform our lives, to, to bring us all these things. He chose suffering so that we could find peace. He chose pain so that we could find purpose. He chose sorrow so that we could find joy. And he chose death so that we can find life. I want you to just bow your heads with me. I want you to bow your heads and just please try to concentrate. Try to concentrate. Take a minute, just one minute here, and reflect on all that Jesus has done for you. Think about the crown of thorns. Think about the crucifixion. Think about, think about all the things that he did for you. And think about all the things he's been doing for you in your life. Think about all that he's done for you.
keep those thoughts in your mind. And for those who don't know him very well, imagine what he could do for you if you allowed him to be the Lord of your life. Now I want you to think of a way that you can honor him this week by being more like him. Even if you don't know much about Jesus, you, you, you know enough to know what kind of man he was. Loving, compassionate, merciful, kind, considerate. Think of a way that you can honor him this week for all he's done for us by being like him. Sacrifice in a way that makes someone else's life more joyful. Think of a way that you can sacrifice your own life to make someone else's life more joyful. Your mom, your dad, your brothers, your sisters, your friends, your neighbors, your co-workers. Give of yourself in a way that, that stretches your faith. Maybe by asking someone, taking the courage and just letting those words come out and inviting someone to church next Sunday. Take it from me. It could change someone's life forever. Maybe ask God to open your eyes to areas of your life where you need to change so that he can help you become more selfless. Just ask him, God, help me, help me change in, in some areas where I know I, I need to, to be more selfless. Now, here's what I want you to do. You can even do this with your, with your hand if you want to. You can physically do it. But I want you to take those thoughts. Just touch your head. Keep your head bowed. Just, but touch your head. I want you to take those thoughts from your head, and I want you to touch your heart. So take those thoughts from your head and to your heart. And ask God to help you apply them in the days ahead. Own those thoughts. Make them a part of your life. And when you leave here today, ask God to help you apply those in the days to come. Father, we just thank you so much for this time that we can just worship you this morning. Let us continue to worship you with all of our hearts. Let us close out our time together, Lord God, by lifting our voices in praise to you because you are worthy of our praise. So as we close out with a few more songs, Lord God, I pray that with all of our hearts, with all of our strength, with all of our passion, we would just sing out with joy in our hearts because of what you've done, in our, what you've done already in our lives. And Lord, with even more joy because we trust that you're going to do incredible things in our lives. But Lord, there are some people here today who are struggling who may not know you that well. And they've been a little bit inspired this morning. They say, this is a little bit different than I'm used to. It's a lot different than you're used to. Take it from someone who didn't know the Lord for a long time in their lives. There's a great feeling when you move from darkness to light. There's a great feeling when you ask God to come into your heart. He changes everything. He gives you a path. He gives you direction. He helps you overcome pain and difficulty from the past. You could be the person that he created you to be. So let us worship him this morning with all of our hearts as we close out our time together in Jesus' name. Amen.